This is Bill Keller, founder of LivePrayer.com, with the Daily Devotional for Saturday, June 13th, 2020. Today's scripture, James 4 and 17. Quote, Pastor Bill, my fiancé and I were invited to a wedding for a gay couple. The lady getting married, our fiancés are my fiancé's neighbors, and she does not want to be rude and not go. We both disagree with gay marriage and know it's a sin. My fiancé wants to go, but I think by going we're approving of what they're doing. Should we go to this wedding and pray God forgives them of their sins? I can't won't tell people what to do in a situation like this. However, I am immediately reminded of a young man named Saul in Acts 7 holding the coats of those who stoned Stephen. Even though he technically never threw one stone, he was just as guilty as those he as those who did by giving approval of the murder of an innocent man by silence. It's called the sin of omission, found in James 4.17. As far as how I would personally handle such a situation, I'd send the couple a card, not a wedding card, addressed to both of them and share what God says about His holy institution of marriage. I'd pray for both of them and about not engaging in such a perverse union. I would also let them know that they can find freedom from their bondage of sexual perversion they are in through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and the strength He can give them. I let them know I'll be praying for them and will be there and will be there for them. When they come to that place, all who choose to live in rebellion come to, and they are ready to be freed from their bondage, heal, and reclaim their life by following the Lord and God's Word. I realize this gets more personal with a family member, especially a child. However, to attend or participate in such a perverse ceremony is a tacit approval is a tacit form of agreement. That child or family member needs to know you love them, always have, always will, no matter what, but your faith in Christ is the most important thing in your life. You will not be part of something that God clearly condemns in His Word and is not only destructive to the lives of the people involved, but to God's holy institution of marriage, which is the foundation to our culture. Quote, Pastor Bill, I've received your devotional many years, so appreciate you don't compromise the biblical truth. I attend a Lutheran pastor's memorial service last Saturday and had to leave before it was over. Prior to his service, I did not know much about him other than he always seemed to be a very kind, loving, energetic person. When I got to the memorial service, I was blindsided by how involved he was in the LGBT agenda. They even had a bishop speak at the service, commending him for all of his work on LGBT issues, and the congregation clapped. I know two other pastors through an orchestra that I'm in and emailed them about the subject and that I didn't understand how a pastor in such a public leadership role could lead all these people down the wrong path by supporting something the Bible clearly calls a sin. I received responses from both. One, another Lutheran pastor, said he didn't want to respond in detail through email and would rather talk in person. He did say that over his career he has changed some of his perspective and ponders What would Jesus do in today's society? The other one, Presbyterian, said he had really come to care for many gay and lesbian people and admitted that he had married a gay couple before he retired and offered to talk to me in person about our differences. I pray for God's strength and will be talking to these pastors at the same time and already feel like I'm being ganged up on. My email was to both together and they replied to all. I knew it was risky sending the emails, but I won't back down from what God says on the issue, which I truly believe is non-negotiable. I don't know a lot of Scripture by memory, and I'm feeling inadequate to try and converse with these two pastors. However, I keep telling myself they obviously have skewed opinions, and I have the truth, so God will help me through this. Please pray for me, and if you have any thoughts on things I can say, I would appreciate it. Close quote. I wish I could tell you how many of these emails I get. Sadly, most of the various Lutheran Presbyterian churches, along with many others, 
operate in total rebellion to God and His Word as they embrace, glorify, promote the radical homosexual agenda, including gay marriage and gay adoption. This is what happens when you compromise the truth of God's Word. When it comes to rebellious pastors, like the one this woman will be speaking to, you have nothing to fear, since when you have God's Word on your side, and you are right, and those who oppose God's Word are wrong, period. The Bible clearly says from Genesis to Revelation that those who choose to engage in perverted sex acts with people the same sex are committing a sin. The one pastor may have changed his perspective, but God certainly has not. God's Word is immutable or never changing. As for the question about what would Jesus do, that's simple. Jesus would call sin what it is and never compromise to accommodate sin. When the Lord confronted the woman taken in adultery, He ended His conversation by telling her to go and sin no more. There can be no justification for sin, no excuses. It's black and white. Our culture is simply a byproduct of the church and those who lead them that has compromised God's Word, stop preaching against sin by design, and thus open the door to every kind of rebellion against God imaginable. The church, the one institution, our evil culture, that is to lead the ways of righteousness, has instead allowed the evil culture to lead it into absolute rebellion to God and His Word, led by quote-unquote pastors. Actually, if these pastors really care about those who... Ch- who choose to engage in this type of perverted, unnatural, unhealthy sexual behavior, they would care enough to explain to them what God's Word says about their choice and that they can find freedom from their bondage through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Anyone who chooses to live in rebellion to God, no matter what that rebellion is, will always pay a price, a huge price, for their rebellion, and it will eventually destroy them. I love you and care about you so much. The lesson from both these emails is that we can never compromise God's Word. It's the one thing that we must hold on to since in the end it's the only thing that will be standing. In His love and service, your friend and brother in Christ, Bill Keller, if I can help you in any way, please don't hesitate to email me. BKellerLivePrayer.com Have a great day. God bless.